Blog Talk Radio. Nikki Dare is the author of the Audacity of Veracity I Dare series, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble in hardcover, paperback, and Kindle, and www.nikkidarebooks.com. Nikki Dare is the columnist of Women in the Field on California's outdoor and fishing hunting since 1953. Western Outdoor News. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., an outdoor enthusiast, women's advocate author, speaker, and more. IDARE was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. IDARE is the acronym for Integrity, Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment, and it's the hallmark of Nikki's life. Nikki's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best life by unearthing your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. You can reach Nikki at one 866 280-6888 and email her at radio at idareworld.com and now here's your host Nikki Dare Hi everyone, good morning Southern California, welcome back to my show on another sunny, absolutely gorgeous morning here on this planet wow, it has been a long while guys, I miss you guys all I'm sure you, you also miss me um, feeling is mutual, I actually. I am not sure if I mentioned to you all before, but I know that I, I perhaps I perhaps I did. Um at Ideal World here this year, two thousand fifteen, has nothing but planning. Planning, planning, planning for our exciting years ahead. Mainly it's because for our nonprofit campaign efforts, <coughs> excuse me, we realized that we had missed out some great opportunities as we plan our efforts. However, some great opportunities um, that we were able to uh, to kind of like jump in and maximize our valuable time at the same time to collaborate with other uh, prominent organizations as we grow along. So we are blessed in that regard. Um, just to give you an updated FYI, at Idea World, as I said, many exciting things are happening. We have transitioned our website from Idea Web to Idea World, and our website, Idea World, is still being updated. And I want to say thank you to our volunteers uh, website team currently who are working really diligently in trying to get it all live and everything. However, uh, before I mention, you may certainly visit and check out the website. That is www.idareworld.com. That is I, India, Delta, Alpha, Rome, Echo, World, Whiskey, Oscar, Rome, Lima, Delta. A lot of people missed out. You know, like, you know, what is that? Is Idare World. Idare World, like World Wide Web. Okay, guys? All right. Check it out and visit it. Um, if you have any questions, uh, certainly just, you know, there's a lot of buttons there, a, a lot of features there, a lot of exciting features there. Um, there are ongoing programs that you can donate either online 
or even get this. This is so cool through your cell phone. I know I'm I'm I'm, I'm like a geek. Okay, I. I'm not like literate when it comes to uh, a <coughs> website and everything, but I'm always fascinated by this a lot of apps, a lot of features on your cell phone. I'm still trying to figure it out too, so don't worry. I mean, I'm such a geek. Anyway, um, you can donate either online or through your cell phone. We respect everyone's valuable time, that so we try to make any donation effort as the easiest and most accessible as possible to any of you, uh, you know, generous donors and funders and supporters and everything like that. So in advance, I'm going to say thank you. Thank you in advance for any of your contribution to any of our efforts on the uh, idea world, okay? Mostly, our disaster relief program, I think you, if you visit the website, You'll see under Programs menu, it's called Disaster Emergency Disaster Preparedness. Click on that. Mostly our disaster relief program will be one of our main charity efforts starting next month during the uh, donation holiday peak season from November to December, and then we want to get, you know, get the word out there. So, you know, we all need, of course, each other, and then we need your support strong support from every one of you who are listening and then share the um, the cause, obviously. It is important what we're talking about today, that is emergency and disaster preparedness, guys. We accept any donation, whether monetary or emergency items, supplies, as listed on the website. Uh, you, you, you can imagine what we need. I mean, we need almost everything um, for emergency kits, um, you know, first aid kits, Pet supplies even. I mean, who, who, you know, forget that, right? I mean, all of us have dogs, cats, birds, and everything, and we forget them, and they're also part of the family, right? So flashlights, blankets, any emergency supplies, batteries, uh, tools, we will accept any of that. Send them to our mailing address. Our details are on our website, www.idearworld.com. And again, I want to thank you as a founder of this organization. I want to say thank you, you guys, for any of your donation in advance, all right? Whether it's money, whether it's a dollar, whether it's only a dollar, 50 cents, whatever it is, whether it's, a, you know, the bag full of emergency supplies, I appreciate every one of those items, all right? All donations are tax de- deductible. We are a registered nonprofit 501c3. In addition, I'd like to mention also to connect with us on social media. Uh, yes, we do have our social media. I know it's been, um, it's been, it's, it, it has existed for a while, but then we haven't been out there um, to announce that we're there. <laughs> but yeah, we want to just to remind you guys, if you haven't connected, join us, join the conversation. I know that our volunteer team are working persistently and hard um, on establishing presence online. Um, you know, so I want to thank them too. The volunteer team is the core, is the heart, is the beat, heartbeat in our organization. I just want to say thank you to each one of those um, great gals and everything like that. And I know, I know they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, presence online uh, Instagram page. It's called Idea World. Again, that is I-D-A-R-E, world. Okay, Instagram page. You guys know how to uh, contact the Instagram, um, how to 
you know, go through there, okay? <laughs> Instagram. Just don't go to Nikki Dare Instagram. All right, that's my private personal page, by the way. All right, well, the word's out now. Oh, I'm dead. Um, Facebook page, Idea World. Please join the conversation. We need a lot of more um, sharing information on that page. Twitter page. Yes, we do have a Twitter page. It's called at Idea World. So all of these pages on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, they're all called Idea World. So please, please join us, connect with us there, and share it with all of your, um, you know, followers and likers and, you know, Twitters and all of this. Share and connect with us there. Join the conversation in any of the social media pages. Thank you so very much, all right? Just spread and share the information. All right, back to the topic of discussion. This particular topic, I think a lot of you who know me by now, I am very passionate about this. Emergency disaster preparedness, preparing you. How prepared are you? Nine out of ten Americans live, live in places at significant risks of earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, fire, even terrorist attacks or other natural or man-made disaster. That is a true fact. What is more alarming is that the past several years, we in this country have experienced a record number of disasters and emergencies, and it still continues on to increase. The trend continues on to increase. Unfortunately, when it comes to natural disasters, and you know this, none of us cannot control or stop any of them. All right? And that is so very true. However, we can certainly prepare ourselves to be more prepared, vigilant, and resilient. When it comes to surviving a disaster, you never know whether or not you will be confronting life or death situation or circumstances. And then, with how much time do you have to respond to these disasters? I think that's the crucial part of it that we can control. The responding part of it. If you have never experienced in any of these disasters an imminent threatening situation, oftentimes without warnings, you will never know what we're talking about, what, what to expect. We can only experience, excuse me, we can only practice through these experiences, right? We can only practice and simulate the scenarios to become, of course, a better prepared individuals in responding to these disasters. Just like what is going on currently, and I feel too much of everything, this type of disaster, natural disaster, such as earthquakes, fire, terror attacks, all have similarities oftentimes without pre-warnings. And there's a saying, um, I want to say this, I could not physically eliminate the threat, you know, but you know what, I can minimize the target. Think about it. Right. So, you know, maybe we cannot physically eliminate the threat the disasters, but we can minimize the target. We can better prepare ourselves. Um, even after events like 9-11, Katrina, <laughs> excuse me, Sandy, <coughs> unfortunately most people still have a false sense um, of security about their own survival. And bottom line is that most people still do not develop their own survival plan, let alone family survival plan. I think a lot of you who had attended, um, who are listening right now, hopefully you are listening right now, 
who had attended my workshops or webinars, and then you all know what I'm talking about, Family Survival Plan. It is a must. It is a need, necessity. A plan which they, as a family, can simulate with each and every family members in the household in the event of emergency or disasters. I've said this many times before. Having a plan is one thing, but simulate it on a regular basis with everybody in the family in the household is another thing. Just, just like having a cool car, park in your garage, and then never taking out for a test drive. All right. So, um, you know, as a reminder, and I want to mention this before I forget, I had posted a brief survey on my social media on the topic a um, long time ago. Um, you know, some of you had responded back to me, uh, took, the, uh, took the survey, and then responded back. Um, thank you, by the way, to those who did it. Uh, it was a great short brief survey with the questions. Um, I'm going to go back to that. But I want to uh, make sure the ones who haven't taken the, the, uh, the survey, go to my website, idealworld.com, um, and then go to the programs, emergency preparedness, and it's, it's right there on that page. Um, I'll get back to that. But questions on the great short survey, uh, such as, what is the percentage to those who do not have household plans? What is the percentage to those who had not conducted um, your home evacuation drill, or what I'm talking about, the family survival plan, or don't even know what that is? All right, those are the two questions I was asking, right? Uh, basically, on the highlight of the survey, most of you answered correctly based on the survey response from FEMA.gov, which were 40%. 40%, that's a lot, by the way, <coughs> do not have, uh, hold on a minute, 40% <coughs> do not have a survival uh, household plans. What do I mean by household plans? I mean what I refer to are survival bins that contain our survival items, um, things we need in case of an emergency situation that we keep in our survival bins. Um, such as needs, such as, you know, guys, like basic needs, such as foods, the canned foods, tools. You know, obviously we need, uh, we're not going to have power, so we're not going to have electric, you know, cutter or electric uh, can opener. So we're going to need the tool to open the, the canned food if they don't have one of those little thingy to open it. Batteries, batteries are important. I know all of you said to me when we uh, have the uh, the workshop and say, yeah, I have flashlights everywhere in every room. That's great. How often do you check your batteries if it works in the event of emergency, right? So that's another tip. Check the batteries on your flashlights. In fact, have separate batteries. Tape it, duct tape it around the flashlight, the extra spare batteries. That's how I do it. Or um, have the box of batteries. Uh, the right size, guys. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, we have a flashlight, and then it's the wrong size of the battery. So in the case of the panic uh, during the event of um, threatening situation, emergency, we, we all get panic and then tunnel vision and everything. It's like wrong batteries. Anyway, that's a great tip, too. Radio. Now, we have gone over these items on my last broadcast over and over again, and I know I talk about this um, in my workshops and webinars and meetings and what have you not, that I, whenever I get the chance, opportunity to talk about my preparedness emergency. So if any of you need more refresher, refreshers and details about this, simply go to my website or simply just call me, simply like um, email me, and I will more than glad to send you tips and useful information 
um, regarding the survival emergency preparedness, go to my website, otherworld.com. Okay, getting back to the survey as we did recently. As high as 80% do not have or even have conducted home evacuation drills. And the reality is that it really, it really is bottom line. Many of us do not care, do not care until the fortunate event strikes and happens to yourself. Um, it's called complacency and, and, you know, really don't really care, ignorant. Um, I suggest that we need to change the attitude because we look around us today, we hear it on the news every day, um, all of these things that I just mentioned to you, it's happening and the trend still continues to increase. So prepare yourself, all right? If you're interested in taking the British survey, go to my website, go to idealworld.com, click on programs, go to emergency and disaster preparedness program. Scroll through the middle page and you would see the click to take survey button. It won't take more than five minutes, even less, anybody that you know, can just fly through it. Complete the survey. It won't take more than five minutes to complete the survey. So the takeaway from today's, ses today's session so far is prepare yourself. I mean, you know, I know you probably say it won't have never happened to me. Just prepare yourself. It's better to be prepared than sorry. That's all I can say. The most important items, resources that we all depend on when there is no outside support available during the event of this disaster emergency situation, okay? Hopefully you, you'll be taking notes on this. <clears throat> Grab a pen and a uh, piece of paper. Are four things that I can, I can share with you. Those are items such as food, shelter, water, and medical supplies. No-brainer. Obviously, when we're talking in a good daylight right, right now, is no-brainer. We all can think um, clearly. But then during the event of panic, emergency situation, we're half as good and then we'll have that panic button all over the place, especially when we are, you know, around our, um, around our family members who are not prepared and then um, it just takes one person to start being panicked. Anyhow, take this down, the notes, food, shelter, water, and medical supplies. If you haven't been following my shows and this particular topic I presented on emergency preparedness, and I did talk about um, subtopics such as strategizing survival, yes, I'm very passionate in the subject. And I just want to share information with you all. Um, you know, you don't have to listen. Um, that's fine because it's all basic. Um, I'm sharing the basic information because it is so basic. Um, it is very simple to follow. It is very simple to prepare yourself in the event of this, all right? The whole thing about survival, it is your own personal responsibility. Take action yourself. It is your personal responsibility. Who else will take care of you and your loved ones when, God forbid, something unfortunate events occur, such as, such as what we witnessed already so far this year? Why wait? Prepare yourself. That's why the title I specifically chosen always, Emergency Preparedness, How Prepared Are You? It's a question to you. So how can you help? How can you help yourself and your loved ones? Um, 
I've been I've been really uh, grateful because you know, especially in my community here in Southern California, I have uh, been active, really, um, you know, advocate in a lot of um, different organizations. And then one of the things that I'm very fortunate to be involved in is a FEMA um, program called CERT, which is Community Emergency Response Training. Um, I, you know, I've taken it a couple of times, and then recently I've taken it again a few years ago. Um, the numbers of people <clears throat> participating in this kind of program um, has increased dramatically throughout the years, and I, I'm, you know, I'm really liking seeing that. That means that a lot of people are taking action, um, taking this seriously. You know, uh, a lot of community leaders as well are trying to encourage other community individuals to become. You know, um, we're not we're not talking about hey, you know, be paranoid. Oh, hey, you know, if there is a fire, you go in there and then throw a bucket of water. No, we're not talking about that. But we're talking about taking responsibility. And then, yeah, leave it, leave it in the event of big fire, big big earthquake. Of course, I mean, you know, as a responder, as a CERT member, um, you know, there's a responsibility action, of course, to take care of yourself, take care of your family first, and then. <clears throat> And then you can take care, take care of your neighbors and everything, but um, leave it to the ex- experts. You know, we call 911. There is a fire um, uh, department as well who are very well trained and very professionally trained and experts on all of these events. But um, I personally recommend to get training such as CERT. That's where you can start. You start. You start. Um, of course, you can help your community. Like what I have been doing, and notice I start with you, your loved ones, your family, you, your family members, your, your kids, your pets. Start at your home front. That's important. Um, similarly, I want to I wanna <clears throat> give you a different, different perspective. Just like when you're on board in a flight, in a plane, many of you travel, and then you go on board, even before the flight takes off, the first thing uh, they would do is a safety procedure. And then guess what they say first? To take care of yourself even before you take care of the person next to you and your family members that happen so to be next to you. All right. So that's important to start with you, your first, take care of you first, your loved ones, and then your, your, your family, your house, and your home front first, and then your neighbor. So how can you start? I personally recommend to get training such as CERT, Community Emergency Response Training, all available in your local city, local areas, in your local community. It's a FEMA course, Federal Emergency Management Association Agency. As each CERT is organized and trained in accordance with standard operating procedure developed by the sponsoring agency, the members select IC, um, or we call it Incident Commander, or TL, which is a team leader, and alternate meeting location, staging area uh, to be used. Um, they, 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 they have designated facility, I guess, in the event of disaster. And we learn how to triage, and we learn to you know, use medical needs for the wounded, classifying whether it's a minor, delay, immediate, or deceased level of, um, you know, of, of the uh, emergency response. We learned search and rescue, rendering basic medical treats, treatments, shelter support, crowd control, and evacuation. Crowd control, by the way, is a very important aspect in all of this, too, uh, because you can imagine when um, there is a panic and then you know people are hysterical and everything, how can you control that? 
that's, that's an important um, aspect in the training as well that I learned. Um, I believe CERT is a 27 hours and they break it up into, they offer obviously after working hours um, at nighttime, evening time, and they offer like um, on a Thursday, I think once a week, depending on the city or location um, state that you're in. Um, it's a very interesting, it's a very um, uh, insightful, um, very valuable information, packed with a lot of valuable information program. Um, Advanced First Aid, Animal Issues and Disasters, AED, which is I think a lot of you who are in the medical <coughs> or emergency response um, program aware of this, Automated External Defibrillator, I know I cannot pronounce it with my tongue. Community Relations, CPR Skills, I think many of us remember this, Debris remover, Removal, Shelter management, special needs concern, okay, disabilities and, and elder, elder, um, um, you know, people. We, we often forget them too, disability people who are in the, in, excuse me, in the event of emergency disaster, they need extended care. They, they need more than what we do, what we, what we, what we, uh, what we require. Um, we learn about them too. Traffic and crowd control. Okay, already covered that. Utilities control. All right, many more to learn. Yeah, it does get serious and serious and deeper on this. It is important to know the all of these items as a CERT member. And we are taught to also assess our own needs, our home. That's important. Our own family, the members and household, etc. The needs of uh, the needs of those in our own immediate environment first. Um, it is important to think about that. Okay, our neighborhood, our community, if you haven't done so, I personally encourage you to get into this type of training in the community today. Um, it is important. If you have any further questions or concerns, how and where to start, don't hesitate to reach out to me personally at any time so I can help you to get into the right direction. All right, back to the discussion this morning. I mentioned this, water, 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 water is important, extremely important. I gave you a little tip last time about water during power outage. How can you be prepared? Go to your bathroom, fill up your bathtub with water and seal the top, the top with duct tape or sealant to avoid leakage. I know it's so simple. It's kind of like, you know, well, what is she talking about? It's so basic, but it, believe me, you're going to need that water in that bathtub <laughs> when the power is, power is out or hurricane or a thunderstorm or something like that. All right. I really want to touch base quickly in storing water supply. It is recommended that you purchase commercially uh, bottled water in order to prepare the safest and most reliable emergency water supply. Keep water, excuse me, keep bottled water in the original, in the original container and do not open it until you need to use it. And be sure of this one thing, expiration or use by date. A lot of us often forget that there is expiration. Um, store it because you don't want to get sick or toxic, you know, uh, drinking this bottle of water. Store it in cool, dark place. Also have some more detailed information on the topic on water supply on the website as well. So visit there and learn more of the useful tips, all right? Since we would not have any outside support for a few days, um, rule of thumb is like, you know, two, three days, right? Three days. Rule of thumb by standard, they say, hey, it's a three-day or 72-hour rule of thumb. We need to prepare these things in a smart way, okay? Um, 
I think you guys already know that is, you know, um, the water is one gallon. Excuse me, one gallon rule of thumb is one gallon one person per day for drinking and sanitation. Um, it's a three-day supply for evacuation. All right, I want to touch base really quickly here. Uh, I know that we're probably going to be running out of time, but basic grab-and-go emergency supply kit. I know I posted it somewhere before, but I just want to like touch base with this really quickly. Um, it's a two. I'm sorry. It's a three-day, two-week supply that I'm about to kind of like explain to you. Um, the items you need to store kit is a backpack. You can store in the backpack your duffel bag or bag with wheels. Uh, that's that's kind of like a, a good tip there. Um, I mean, I, I have bag with wheels because I travel quite often. And, yeah, I, I think that's that's cool because a lot of us, when during the event, uh, we don't want to drag, you know, uh, bag, bag filled with stuff, with items. Um, you know, you, you want to have wheels, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> just a good tip. This kit is easy to assemble because it contains simply just the essential, um, you know, basic items you will be requiring if you need to leave on the go, evacuate, or just kind of like grab it and go, you know. Uh, I kind of like that idea, grab it and go. These are the items that you may require at minimum based on the size of your household, of course. you got to have to quantify it accordingly and adjust it accordingly. And, of course, based on where you live, and you might want to review the list and modify accordingly to your needs when necessary, all right? So keep your grab-and-go preparedness kit near your front door or in a spot where it's easy to reach on your way out of the house. Um, and I'll tell you why later on. But these are the items that you will need. Water, one gallon per person per day for drinking and sanitation. Three-day supply for evacuation. Food non-perishable, easy to prepare items, three-day supply for evacuation, first aid kit, medications, your medications, seven-day supply, medical items such as syringes and what have you not, pet supplies, including their food and their water. A lot of us often neglect to think about our own pet. I have a, I have a tortoise. She, she's I call her, she is a very hard, um, uh, high maintenance. <laughs> yeah, but that's just being, you know, like being silly. Yeah, and she eats lettuce all the time, so I really love her. I already have her own, um, like, bug out, uh, what do you call that? Bag. Bag. <laughs> it's actually a box, a shoe box. So cute. It's already right next to her, so any, God forbid, knock on wood, anything happens, I just kind of like grab her and put her there, and then there is a little, you know, um, stuff that she, she needs. But she eats lettuce, I mean, you know, tortoise. But your dogs, your cats, um, your birds, you know, I mean, your horses, for example. I mean, you got to think about this, this also animals and pets that you own pets. I mean, you know, my goodness, you don't want to neglect them and leave behind. All right, additional supplies. Create complete preparedness kit by assembling items that enable you to provide comfort for a wide range of events. Um, I don't want to go into detail on this because these are like, um, I can probably post them in, on my website. But basically, you get the idea. Water, foods, first aid kit, and medication. Um, on a side note, <clears throat> I want to mention also, and I did mention that on my um, on my website, that you can purchase. Uh, you know this. You can purchase in any of the um, you know stores now. Online, Amazon has quite a heavy list of um, endless list of all of these um, emergency kits, emergency supplies, 
Um, you go to Walmart. You go to um, yeah. You go to any kind of hardware store now. They they have them in bags. Um, what I do in the last in in you know for forever now for decades is that in every bathroom in every room also I have at least a first aid kit. You know the ones that uh, not the major one, but first aid kits filled with um, you know the band-aids, the um, the uh, what do you call that neosporin, you know the bandages with uh, those kind of thing. I mean you spend twenty dollars of these things. I mean the fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Pharmacy stores also have them, um, and you can also purchase online. Red Cross have them also, a wide variety of different emergency supplies. Um, at a cost. I mean, very affordable, guys. Um, you just have to pick and choose, all right? Survival bins need to be recycled. Important note, every two, three months. Please look at your survival bins. In there, what needs to be recycled? If it's a canned food, expiration dates. Important. You don't want to get toxic and get sick and boomerang on yourself when you do need to use this, when you do need to open these cans, all right? Make sure the expiration date uh, look at the labels, all right, regularly. All right, <clears throat> personal preparedness should be tailored to the hazards in your community, but also include these things. I mentioned this before, but I'm just going to go breeze through it. Learn your community alerts. Learn your own community alerts, warnings, and plans. Um, I think a lot of them uh, state, as per state, we all have our own, um, and then um, nationally, I mean, NOAA, the weather alerts and everything, they all have free apps now. You can download it. Um, they're all very accessible now these days. Learn about appropriate pro uh, protective actions and get into your household plans and please conduct these drills. Practice them. Practice them with your family members. If you haven't done so, get with this today. Get busy. Get involved. Get every one of in your family household involved. Um, you know, also simulate it as with your pets, for example. Just simulate it. Pretend that it is already going on, so you are not going to be so panicked when it does have the real. You know, when it has, when it does happen in re reality. Um, you know, carrying your pet with within a, um, with all their pet's needs, you know. Um, mentally, you'll be ready. And that's another point that I want to point out, that you got to be mentally ready for this. When the event disaster strikes, of course you're not going to be ready because it's, it's not pre-war, it's pre no warning, right? Well, sometimes there are warning, but you got to be mentally ready. So the more you practice, the more you exercise, the more you simulate, it'll become a practice drill for you, and it'll become easier for you mentally. I mean, hopefully that makes sense. All right. Assemble and have your disaster supplies in multiple locations. Like I said before, I mean, you know, I have it in every room, in every bathroom, um, you know, the big emergency earthquake quick, um, kits. I have it, like, in the, by the front door. Reduce hazards in your home. Encourage others to prepare. And yes, volunteer. Volunteer to help your community. The way I gain all of the skills and, and um, tips and techniques, I, I get involved. Uh, for example, the end of this month, um, I'm signing up to be part of the volunteer day you know, in my city, in my community. Um, they selected certain members to be, you know, to take part, to take roles in getting public for free shots. Uh, I'm sorry, free flu shots and everything. 
So you get a better perspective in what's going on, how to handle these things within your community. is a great, great um, participation, and it makes you more um, insightful. And that's that's another way too. When you're involved in your community, um, you know you want to share it with everybody. Um, you know, to become prepared. Anyway, all right, guys, I want to keep it short and simple this morning. Gorgeous day out here. So grateful to have another beautiful sunny day here in Southern California. I just want to, I miss you guys. I just want to just, you know, hey, um, today it is about disasters, and I know that September last last month is all about disaster preparedness awareness, and I want to just be part of it and make sure that you guys still remember me, and I do remember you. And, um, you know, kind of miss you all and uh, connect with us. Join our conversation in our social media platform. And don't forget, go to my website. There is a ways to get involved. There is ways to donate. Um, if you are local, we would love to see you collecting, assemble emergency kits and supplies out here. Um, give us a call, 888-879-68, I'm sorry, 6718. Or call me directly, my local number, 661-998-3285. And there are some, you know, goodies and free stuff that you, you know, if you join us as a volunteer that we uh, share with you and we give out. So, you know, get involved. And hopefully I'll see you out there on the site, on location. In the meantime, go to my website, ideaworld.com. Click on our programs, Emergency Preparedness, to get more details. And I think that is all for me. Have a blessed rest of the week, everybody. In the meantime, stay vigilant. Watch your six. Oh, by the way, I also have a outdoor on the range, November 1 on Sunday. This coming Sunday, November 1, from 9 o'clock until 3 o'clock, we're having home invasion training, family safety first. If you are interested, it's first come, first serve. Class is filling up, and um, you want more information on it, give me a call, 661-998-3285. I'm Nikki Dare signing off. God bless. You've been listening to I Dare Outdoors with your host, Nikki Dare, the founder of I Dare, Integrity of Diversity, Adaptation, Resilience, and Empowerment. She's an outdoor enthusiast, women's advocate, activist, CRT Community Emergency Response Team, FEMA, speaker, certified firearms instructor, RSO, and more. You can reach Nikki at radio at idareworld.com by phone one 866 280-6888. Please visit her website, idareworld.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. Join us next time. Living in purpose and passion, Nikki Dare.